Yes, same, same. Also, I cannot speak about other owners because I don't know other owners uh, this well. But uh, about Stan Kroenke, uh, he's not he's not feeding enough money into the club. He's only extracting money from the club and feeding uh, into his baseball uh, team and NFL NFL team, right? And uh, in last see last year we sacked uh, we sacked four hundred and fifty employees from the club. Uh, we withdrew from the Ganasaurus. because uh, we were not able to pay their salaries and uh, because of the covid 19 we were not able to pay their salaries uh, we took out ganasaurus from the club uh, thanks to mr tozel that he's still here but uh, we took out ganasaurus from the club because we were not able to feed the salary of the guy who plays ganasaurus uh, who is the mascot of arsenal but deep behind we were signing deals uh, deal for billions of dollars uh, that will go directly into your pocket that will not get into the club right even see uh, everyone is talking about the money that is coming with the super league but uh, even with uh, even with arsenal participating in the super league i don't feel that cronke uh, is going to feed enough money into the club will will have the same amount of money we have right now will be able to buy the same type of players yeah. we are buying right now we don't have enough money to buy more players right so i don't know what's happening uh, around this also jose marinho was sacked by tottenham 5 days before the league cup yeah. the one cup that they could have won uh, but now unfortunately they won't be winning that club as well so i don't know what's happening like you have Four. If you have three teams out of four teams that are into the Champions League uh, semi-final, that are going to be a part of that Super League, you have Arsenal, uh, uh, who's who's in the Europa League semi-final right now. So, this is rubbish, right? This is really rubbish. Also, uh, the chairmans and the presidents and the vice president of uh, this so-called Super League are the people who don't know yeah. anything about football. And I think, they're trying to Americanize football. Uh, they're mm-hmm. yeah, they don't know anything about football and exactly. see. the perez and all their the chairman and the vice president of this so called super league who don't know a thing about football so <laughs> i don't know in which direction uh, european football is going You know, if you compare the standards of the team, hmm. like with the other teams, like you compare, these guys will literally thrash us. They'll literally thrash us. I mean, Arsenal are going in there as a banter club, and we are literally getting thrashed. I mean, if people would eventually watch the Super League, they'll like watching the Super League. That's because they'll love to see Arsenal getting thrashed. I mean, that will be the only source of entertainment. I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Also, uh, the super uh, the these super twelve teams took Tottenham into it. I don't know. There are there were a lot of deserving teams apart from Arsenal and Tottenham that could have been in there. Ajax was there. Roma was there. 
सेल्टिक वाज देयर दे हैव ग्रेट हिस्ट्री या पोर्टो विड्रू देयर नॉमिनेशन फ्रॉम दैट सो दैट्स अ डिफरेंट स्टोरी बट yeah but there were many clubs that uh, you could have taken uh, into that top uh, best 12 teams from europe apart from tottenham i think they took uh, yeah i think they took tottenham because of jose mourinho and to like have yeah, a, have some fun into the super league but now after jose mourinho is gone i think after 2 3 years they'll take down tottenham from there as well it's up to uh, david uh, is up to daniel levy who how much money he wants he's the only european who european chairman who, who has agreed into this european super league apart from him everyone is a european an arab or a russian businessman he's the only european who has agreed to this so this shows his standards right the most famous sport in europe that is football you want to destroy yeah. it uh, also what do you i have a question for you what do you think uh, how will it affect uh, yeah. yeah how do what do you think how will it affect the people uh, the fans uh, from different countries like uh, from indian fans the indian arsenal fans or indian real madrid fans or indian liverpool fans how will it affect them because we know the local english people and the local people from that that city the club belongs to they are highly affected from this because of this uh, football pyramid and all but how do you think it will affect like indian fans or like australian fans who wake up at the night to watch this who does not directly belong to that club or that country how do you think it will affect those uh, fans i mean like uh... we we both are arsenal fans and we are concerned about our club right mm. i mean that's why we we made this video in first place because we are concerned about our club and we wanted that our thoughts could reach out to maximum number of people so that means that we are con- concerned with the club so that we could be connected with the club obviously we are not that much connected with the club that you know people who the fans that are living in north london that live around the like emirates stadium obviously mm. it's not at that much connect because we haven't been to emirates and we haven't uh, we haven't like we haven't seen a match live live match and obviously we have jerseys and all and we support the club we watch the match but i think so i mean if you compare the like if you consider a, like uh, a listing of the like connect connection of fans that we like after after the fans that are present there maybe europe maybe london maybe north london after that i mean comes like american fans fans that are from america fans that are from africa fans that are from asia but because we support the club obviously we support the team we follow the players we follow the club we buy their merchandise so obviously we are supporting the club but we are not able to participate in this like uh, act Uh, like these moments or uh, these protests that are happening at the moment which is like saying no to super league or like participating or like burning t-shirts or whatever is happening at the moment so yeah. we are obviously not doing that but obviously we are concerned about the club we also concerned about the future of the club we don't want this to happen we want that arsenal play in the champions league only i mean they, i want that if we face real madrid in the future in Suppose this is a hypothetical situation. I mean, if we 
faced Real Madrid in 2023 UEFA Champions League final. Then I want that we beat on merit, not anyhow two weeks, three weeks, man. But I just want that we face them on merit and we defeat them on merit and we win a trophy. Yeah, yeah, completely. Also, you have. I completely agree, but uh, see, as an Indian, as uh, an Indian who is supporting, uh, suppose a Spanish club or a French club or an English club, it is kind of hypocritical because uh, if we look into Indian football scenario, the ISL and the I League are doing the exact same thing that the Super League is trying to do. In ISL that we support, like some people support, so there is no relegation thing there as well, right? There are the same eight clubs that are participating. Now there are 11 clubs, but there are same clubs that are participating, the same clubs that are winning. And the real clubs, that the grassroots clubs that were from like 1900 and all, like Mohan Bagan and all, they were not financially stable. So they had to merge with some bigger club like, like Atletico uh, Kolkata. And like East Bengal and uh, Mohan Bagan were like the ancient club from India. Like, they they the history way backs to uh, English football, right? They are from the 1890s and all. But uh, they were not financially stable clubs, so they had to like Mohan Bagan was not financially financially stable to compete in the ISL. So it had to merge with Atletico, the Kolkata. So ATK Mohan Bagan, hence like last year that they too merged. So it is kind of hypocritical because. Uh, in one way, we are supporting the same pattern, the Super League pattern that is happening in our country. And in another way, like we are, we're like, how do you say, uh, we are uh, saying no to Super League and all. But uh, in India, the same thing is happening. Uh, and also, I think uh, no matter how much we oppose this thing, if it comes into implication. So everybody would be watching that instead of Premier League, instead of La Liga or instead of an FA Cup match. Everyone is interested in what Arsenal and Real Madrid is playing rather than what Arsenal and Fulham is playing in the FA Cup quarterfinals, right? So yeah, even if, see, yeah, even like right, right now Sky Sports is fuming about this thing. Uh, but Dekhna, uh, uh, when like this thing come into action and all, Sky Sports will be the highest bidder for the broadcasting rights and all. They will be telecasting this thing in, in the, it will be telecasted in Sky Sports. Sky Sports. See, they will be the first. They are the most hypocritical media agency. Like there is, they'll be taking all these rights and they'll be like showing these games. Right now, they're fuming about this. They're like, but. Exactly. Yeah. Also, I was I was reading I mean, about. You look at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I also I was looking about Premier League. So, uh, in 1992, when Premier League was formed, it was also formed due to this uh, around the same pattern, right? Uh, firstly, before 1992, there was uh, like they were into what is now an EFL, EFL, they were inside a EFL group, which is now an EFL championship. Now, The tier two of the English football is EFL championship. But the Premier League uh, before that was, was also in the EFL. Uh, so 
the FA and EFL did not go along very well. So the FA took actions against EFL and like separated Premier League from the EFL and made their an independent league there of 20 teams. Then uh, so it, uh, Premier League also follows the same pattern, right? And people who are supporting Premier League from before 1992 know uh, knows that uh, the same thing happened with happened with Premier League. We are following Premier League from like 2010-2013. So for us, Premier League is Premier League. So it is the like it is coming out from way back, but. People who are supporting it from before 1992 knows that the same thing happened then when the Premier League was formed. The same thing happened when a UEFA Champions League was formed because before UEFA Champions uh, when a, a UEFA Champions League was founded by a journalist, uh, he he went to South America or something and he saw that a Champions of Champions Cup is being held there in South America where. Uh, clubs from different countries are participating. So he took that exact same model and he took that model to Europe. Then also uh, he approached different clubs about this. How how about uh, from di- different clubs from different countries come together and compete in a single tournament. Then also the uh, the leagues of the national, the national leagues also complained that if you'll, if you'll join something like this, then you will not be able to play in our national leagues. So many teams like Chelsea, Porto back down then. But uh, now Champions League is happening right now. So there's no stopping it. Na? So I think this will come into implication. And in two, two or three years time, we'll forget about this and we'll enjoy and watch these matches. Yeah, I also think that this is going to happen. I mean, uh, this is like the way forward, I think, because... Um, when it comes to either football, when it comes to cricket, uh, or any other sport, so I think so. Improvisation is the way forward. So I think so. This is also a way to improvise football, mm-hmm. and if obviously it's generating a lot of revenue. I mean, three fifty million dollars—that's a large amount. And a lot of thing, teams, I think so. Their owners will invest in the team as well. Not for Arsenal. Stan Kroenke will take all the money, three fifty million. And he'll build the stadium that he wants to in his own country, and he'll sort of like put the money on the players and all. He will buy. I mean, max to max that we can get is I think so Odegaard. But I won't talk talk about the Arsenal transfer right now because this is like a totally different situation. Also, you were talking about Sky Sports. Then uh, there are two people, Gary Neville and Jimmy Carragher. I mean, these guys are speaking as they as they are like some kind of revolutionaries. I mean, they're talking too much at the moment, and they are being hypocrites. I mean, mm-hmm. I Arsenal and Tottenham play in the Super League. They will watch the Champions of San Marino. I mean, no doubt that Arsenal is not the same Arsenal that it used to be a couple of years ago. We're not talking about Tottenham because Tottenham is Tottenham, right? We yeah. talk about Arsenal because. Arsenal are an elite club, but not at the moment because obviously of the players, the mentality and everything. I mean, tell me one thing. Like Gary Neville should know this fact that I was reading it somewhere that since Alex Ferguson has left the club, then Arsenal have finished above Manchester United for four years and Manchester United have finished above Arsenal for three years. That, like That's like for the seven seasons that has happened after Alex Ferguson left. And Arsenal has won four trophies, major trophies. After Alex Ferguson left, and Manchester United has won only three. Okay, and another thing comes into play that 
like ole hasn't been able to beat arteta yet they have faced three times and uh, arsenal are yet to concede a goal against ole's man united mm-hmm. so that tells us something that obviously i mean three games are a lot of games that you know has happened so that tells the record that arsenal at least arteta can do good against ole because i think so whenever arsenal and man united happen then it's a very fairly even contest because i think so the tactics that arsenal play with it's pretty like it's pretty clear that the manager was the team to win i mean at least i can say against manchester united so gary neville was totally being a hypocrite and this like upsetted me a lot because i mean you can't say this about arsenal i mean arsenal and manchester united were competing for titles during the 2000 2010s so arsenal are on a decline right now and that is because of the owner itself stan growing he was not putting the money in uh, the club mm-hmm. whereas in manchester united they have got user who is actually putting money i mean they are recruiting players they are moving forward but not for arsenal i mean arteta has a like a pretty uh, lot of shit to clear at the moment <laughs> sorry i mean so like no, no, it's cool, cool cool but this is the this is how things stand so so gary neville and jamie carragher i am pretty sure that when sky sports uh, agree to the european super league as their broadcasters i mean they are going to talk uh, they are just going to praise the initiative and they are just going to be like obviously when money comes then these two guys will be the first one who will be talking good about the european super league obviously yeah you are going to clock to quit out on uh, gary neville as well right yesterday after the leeds match and it was he was yeah. right to, he was right to do so yeah yeah that that was a pretty cool interview it was a pretty heated interview and yeah that happened yeah. and he was pretty right to do so because uh, you see these guys like sky sports jimmy garagher and gary neville they are speaking about this because it is directly affecting their pockets right if a new super league will be found, uh, will found uh, will be formed uh, with all these 12 clubs and they they'll move out of premier league so uh, sky sports uh, will have no broadcasting rights uh, and uh, their uh, viewership will decrease drastically right and these guys these guys wants to be where their these clubs are right so if uh, if uh, tottenham and arsenal are moving out of this premier league So nobody is going to watch Gary Neville and Jimmy Carragher, Pandit uh, on a Fulham versus West Brom match, right? They want them to Pandit on a Liverpool or a Manchester United yeah. or an Arsenal match. So this is directly affecting their pockets. That is why uh, they are exactly. doing so. And also, I want to talk about uh, David Beckham as well. David Beckham wrote a long paragraph about how he'll destroy football and all, but. Uh, the major league soccer the mls in the america he owns a team there inter miami and mls is the exact same format as the european super league a closed league with no relegation with the same amount of teams they are participating every year and he pretty fucking owns a team there and it takes like and a lot of big players are playing there also. yeah so he owns a team in a closed competition and he is being a hypocrite talking about how this super club will destroy uh football also exactly. yeah also perez yeah, today perez gave an interview and he said that uh, that teenagers from the age of 16 to 25 are losing interest in football uh, that is why we are doing so this uh 
this can also be because of the boring games that are taking place or the length of the game we'll we'll look into how we can improve the games and make them more exciting even if we have to shorten the time of the match so <laughs> this is bad we cannot decrease from 90 minutes Uh, I also don't. I also don't think that it's suitable to be so. I mean, ninety minutes. It should be as it is. I mean, the players are adapted to play ninety minutes. I mean, like you can do for cricket, but for football, you can't do it. Hmm. Also, what do you think? Trans. What What will happen to the transfer between these clubs? Like, if these six clubs will move out of the Premier League, so if. Uh, see Jesse Lingard want to get a transfer in West Ham from Manchester United. How will the transfer take place? Because UEFA and FIFA says that no player will be allowed to play the Euros for their country and for the both the leagues and single player cannot play for this league and that league as well. So how do you think the transfer will be affected and how the transfer will take place after this? I think so. There are a lot of legal frameworks and legal laws that are coming into this picture that will not prohibit any player from uh, like not playing in, not going on international duty or going to some another team, something mm-hmm. like that. I don't think so. That will going to that is going to happen because uh, these Europeans, the, these teams, the ESL teams, they are pretty sure about what they are doing at the moment, and these twelve teams represent the high. Like you can. just imagine the kind of wealth that the owners have and the kind of influence on the like financial market whether it be financial market or the football market or the legal market that they have i mean obviously you just look at manchester city individually if you remember that last year the kind of like the lawyers that manchester city have i mean last year i remember that there was uh, they, they had been talks that maybe manchester united uh might not get the like they might not get the top top position and they came second right so may they might not be able to play for the champions league for this season i mean there were talks regarding mm-hmm. this because they broke the uefa financial fair play yeah but they had lawyers they had their lawyers and uefa and manchester city team the premier league team they came to a conclusion so i think so that manchester city itself the lawyers of manchester city itself are sufficient enough to like track this mm-hmm. and i don't think so that this is going to happen i mean players it will be up to the players it will be up to the clubs whoever like team whoever club wants to sell that player i mean obviously it's open that they can sell it to any club that they want in spite of the fact that they are in the premier league or the league one or whether in their la liga i think so also every fr- uh, german club has denied taking part in this europe uh, european super league this could also be because of that 51 stake of the fan and the owner whatever thing is with the german football uh but uh do you think giving give, give uh, like giving monopoly to these businessmen about these prestigious clubs uh, af- will affect uh, in some way or the other in the future as well Uh, in like in some negative way because this is a pretty like neutral opinion neutral thing for me like the european super league and all because this would not uh, like destroy football and all as people are complaining about this will yeah yes this will uh, decrease the excitement in the derbies and the big matches but uh, 
uh, it will not like destroy football and all. But do you think giving giving monopoly to these businessmen's like hundred percent stock uh, and hundred percent ownership to these uh, businessmen will affect uh, giving these prestigious clubs to them will affect in some way or the other in the future? Like they could move our entire stadium in like Abu Dhabi or uh, America. We could be playing Tottenham versus Arsenal in like Qatar. So this can affect in so many ways, right? Because the European Super League is but, this. Yeah, but that, that will only decrease. The... Yeah. But I think so that will decrease the fan connect. I mean, obviously, if you play in Qatar, I mean, Arsenal is known for Emirates, right? Tottenham is known for their own stadium. So I think so. This is a way forward. Obviously, uh, if you go to Qatar, then the broadcasting rights and the, you'll make a lot of money out there. But this is just bad for football fans that the the fans that do actually in love with the club, the fans that are connected with the club. I think so. That's a disappointment for them. But at the same time, it's a like a real profit for the club owners and the club hierarchy. So I think so. I think, but I think that uh, Real Madrid's uh, Real Madrid's owner Perez is following a similar model as of boxing and UFC, na, where the more money will be there, they'll they'll go to the that country and they'll like even in like uh, in baseball, this model applies in baseball as well. So in baseball, uh, this happens like if a owner is not happy with the fan and the team that is from this city, so. He like moves the that club permanently to a different city with a different name, so this can happen with the, uh, here as well, right? Arsenal can be like Abu Dhabi FC or something. <laughs> uh, Arsenal will be growing KFC. <laughs> Do you think we'll get more money in transfers and we'll be able to sign what Mark Goldbridge was saying? We'll be able to sign Messi this year. <laughs> I think so for Arsenal, all the 350 million is going into Stan Kroenke's pocket. We are going to get nothing. Max to max, we can get is 20, 30 million, not more than that. But there are a lot of big decisions to be made in this uh, club, this this summer window. Because see, we are moving to the uh, Super Club, uh, Super League. We don't know what will happen with the European League this season because it it is postponed, and a lot of our loanees are returning back. Torreira has not got Torreira has not got his transfer in the Boca Juniors, so he's coming back. Gendouzi will be coming back. Kolasinac will be coming back. Uh, Saliba will be coming back. Odegaard and uh, Sabayos, these players' contracts are due for renewal. So, what do you think will happen with all these players and all these transfers? Also, Lacazette's transfer is expiring, and he has he has get, got that like. He got injured last match, which we drew Fulham 1-1. That was like that was actually Arsenal was very unfortunate in that match. I mean, we are we are so like we are such a disgrace. We are such a disgrace. I mean, you look at the like the decision for the penalty, that situation and that like Bukayo Saka's toenail was, I guess, just outside the line. I mean, I think so that. This shouldn't be the case. I mean, if we had got that goal, then we were one nil up at half time. We could have like marched up with certain more confidence, and we could have easily made it two nil. So that was like proper ending to the game. But somehow we were unlucky, and 
once the fulham got that goal then they were like completely defensive they were like sitting back i, I think so they were playing with this formation of uh 6 3 1 something like that so like the arsenal yeah, yeah. players were not able to press the ball from the midfield to the final third instead scott parker so, scott parker has got a good brain he like shifted his defensive midfielders to like permanent center backs so they were playing like six exactly. six defenders and also that pepe pepe chance was really good he should have converted that chance into goal but he was very lazy with his feet and all and he came as like in that match and uh, yeah i mean Yeah. yeah, and like this, Thomas Partey is always trying to hit the ball into the goal from like halfway of the pitch and all. He's not able to give passes forward. Apart from that pass he gave to Lacazette, that Sheffield United game, he's yeah, not done. Yeah. yeah, he's not done a single assisting. And like he, what he was brought for it was attacking midfielder and holding midfielder, right? So he's done none of these things he's done. Yeah. And he, it's like six months they've bought him. I think so. Maybe he's just like Pepe. I mean, he's taking some time to adapt to the league and all. And he has been unlucky with a lot of injuries as well. So he's not able to play consistently. I mean, same is happening with Tierney. I mean, Tierney is like injured for half the season and only for the other half he plays. Yeah. So the same some case people, with Tierney as well. Some I mean, some people are saying we, that we need to come like. Yeah. I some think, pe- some people are saying that Tierney is like practicing for Euros now. That, he has lost for <laughs> faith in this season. <laughs> it might be possible i mean um, but i think so granit jaka is doing a pretty good job at left back i mean he's always stepping up for the team when is required i think so granit jaka is such he's he's a team player he's he's like he's someone that is special for us and yeah. he's a, he, he's doing a great he can, job yeah and he can lead players he is he's always shouting at players unlike our captain who's not doing anything for the club and i'm not happy with gabriel i'm not happy with gabriel are you happy with gabriel no not at all he's giving easy fouls away right and also inside that d box he's giving all the fouls he's giving is he has considered two or three penalties since we bought him and he's always attacking players rather than attacking the ball so yeah exactly holding so we made the holding and yeah someone Hold, from the premier league would have been more suited yeah holding holding Mari. was holding was re- doing a real good job pablo mari was doing a real good job uh, david luiz was doing a really good job and uh, so yeah these players kelm chambers was doing really fine i would have loved a partnership of holding and chambers because they are like friends since they were 15 so they are playing uh, since 15 together now they are 25 26 so they've got a really good chemistry between them and the passing is good between them and they and kalam chambers did exceptionally well as right back when he gave when he uh, gave us that two own goals against west ham when we drew 3-3 came from the back that was a great match i mean that was a good comeback from arsenal Yeah, and two goals for because of Callum Chambers in that match. He just he was just consistently yeah. putting the ball inside, 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 and somehow we got those two own goals. 
but i think so that uh, in the near future the like uh, arsenal attack is sorted out i think so i mean you look at if you play 4231 then the four attacking players i mean striker can be obameyang lacazette anyone then at left wing we can have someone like uh, smithro or pepes cam can if odegaard stays then we can start odegaard at cam and right wing we can have like saka is at right wing left wing hmm. we can have maybe martinelli, martinelli or yeah. smith or obameyang is there only obameyang is in the club only i don't know <laughs> so he can play left wing yeah. but <laughs> Obameyang is turning into tragic squad. I don't know where he's, he's, he will be able to. But we have a lot of players for us. Our second center forward, na. We have Lacazette, we have Nketiah, yeah, we have Nelson, we have Willock, and uh, yeah, so we have four players for Balogun. us. Balogun. We have five players for our center forward, mm-hmm. and we are playing none of them. <laughs> we are playing Saka and Martinelli. Also, one question which is that is asked. uh it is very yeah one uh, one question that is always discussed on social media who is better saka or martinelli who do you think like has a notch above one, another one i think so saka because you look at saka he can i think so he can play as a cam center attacking midfielder as well as right wing i mean we have seen uh, when like uh, smithro and saka start then the link up that lacazette and saka have that's totally amazing that happened between sheffield united match and we also saw that against the slavia prague match that the one touch football that they play lacazette and uh, saka for so that saka comes up in the center and uh, smithro plays as like in, as a more wide forward so he sits to the right saka comes in the center and lacazette is up front so the link up that they have and saka's like adaptability to play as a cam as well as as a right winger so i think so uh, that saka is more uh, adaptable and he's more he's going to score more goals and he's going to provide more assist for arsenal when compared to martinelli also saka has even played left back if you remember like when uh, tierney was out in the previous season he was he used to play as left back and he used to provide assist and he used to score goals to that position also so that tells up about his adaptability and he is a totally gifted player i think so that's why he made up the england squad in the first place yeah completely so the news is coming out that luke shaw has also spoken about this uh luke shaw says that i grew up, yeah I, luke shaw said that i grew up watching the premier league and champions league and fell in love with the sport watching what in my opinion are the two biggest club competitions in the world and uh, not a minute has passed so he's also opposing this apparently a big uh, anti super league protest is going on at stamford stamford bridge right right now peter check is being held over there news is coming out wow. chelsea <laughs> yeah someone commented on our like to come roman and do you think uh, do you think if the situation goes really bad so these club owners will like go back with the decision and like step down from the super league idea or something i don't think so i don't think so i don't think so that they are going to back out i mean uh, like i have read certain uh, 
tweets and all some reports from some journalists that uh, these guys these billionaires they had already uh, they were already a part of whatsapp group a like secret whatsapp group that didn't come into picture and they have been a part for it since 2019 so i think so they knew what they were doing and they have calculated each and every step how they going to move forward and what are the drawbacks and how how, how can they they have like stimulated each and every situation so that's why i think so they are not going to back out from this i mean that's mm-hmm. why vinay venkatesham and if ed woodward these guys have left the eca yeah. they have left the eca so that tells that they are very uh, like they are very serious about this and this is going to happen uh, also some this. some journalists from the internal media were reporting that this uh, super league uh, would was like they were going to announce it uh, later in the 2021 2022 season but uh, due to like uefa announcing their swiss model on friday they had to announce it right now that is why, that is why this whole blunder came into like into media right because uh, some reporters say that they were going uh, they were uh, step by step going to explain the super league concept and then announce it to the whole media but because uefa was going to announce their swiss model where they were introducing a third tier like the european uefa conference cup that is why they had to like go go decide this and like come out with this decision right away so this can be the reason as well who do you think will be the perfect uh, replacement for jose mourinho at tottenham well i would love a replacement of miguel arteta and jose mourinho i mean we can give miguel arteta to spurs and we can bring <laughs> jose mourinho to arsenal do you think miguel miguel arteta will uh go to spurs considering him as an arsenal player and all also jose mourinho won't be coming to arsenal due to that rivalry between wenger and manchester united chelsea and tottenham are our prominent rivals and he has managed every club every all those three clubs so he won't be coming to arsenal ever i don't think jose mourinho has a future in premier league also he'll be going to some it- italian league or he should go to he should go to italian league french league or he should uh, he now he should i think he now he should uh, manage a national team because he won't be coming back to premier league see he won't be coming to liverpool because he has managed so, Man- manchester united he won't be going to chelsea again he won't be going to manchester united again he won't be coming to arsenal and he won't be uh, managing any small team from premier league so there is no future for him in the premier league i think, so, yeah. I think mm-hmm. so in premier league if you are not talking about the big six then i think so he can go to leicester maybe he can go to leicester i mean if brendan rogers like i don't think so that brendan mm-hmm. rogers can keep this they, leicester side top four every year so he he can go to i think so that he can go to leicester in the premier league or uh, yeah i also don't think that he can go to league one teams he won't go to the league one teams he can go to italy uh, maybe he can go to ac milan he can go to uh, portugal and like manage things like benfica porto and all because he started from there only and i think so that it's his age to like step down so i think so that would be a great opportunity for him go and manage teams like porto or uh, benfica or other that the sporting lisbon etc the, the the teams like that are there yeah but he, maybe he should retire just like 
but he was against the uh, this super league concept right so you won't be managing any top 15 teams that are into the super league guys yeah i think so but i think so that's a speculation i mean a lot of people saying are saying that this is fake that you know jose marino uh, was sacked because of this uh, super league uh, debate with daniel levy because you see you look at pep and you look at jurgen klopp these guys also said against they they commented against the uh, esl and other stuff right but mm-hmm. their owners didn't fire them right so i think so that daniel levy know that knew that like jose marino was the best guy to carry the spurs team forward i think so maybe like joseph martino ഫണി Uh, like replied to one of the questions that the interviewer asked he asked that but are you sacking him Premier, like are you going to be yeah but sacking him 5 days before the so he said that yeah i'm all good must but, not be a mutual consent consent right sacking him i think days. so because i think so because i think so that harry kane was injured right harry kane got injured against uh everton right and he is the main tottenham heavily depend upon uh, harry kane right i mean whether it's europa league or whether it's league cup against tier 2 teams they depend heavily on harry kane right he is the top goal scorer and son mm-hmm. only plays well when he is along with uh, harry kane harry kane right? so yeah so i think so that because of this i mean this can be one of the reasons but i don't know what actually happened because twitter is like uh half half of the twitter reports are saying that uh, nothing like this has happened and half of them are saying that because he stood up against the esl that's why he was fired media is manipulating both ways right some are supporting and some exactly. are opposing this same thing so we don't know what what really happened uh exactly uh, what do you think will uh, would be the result of that Unai Emery derby if Europa League goes ahead and we face them in the semi-finals. I think so. Arsenal will beat uh, Villarreal. In both legs. I don't doubt that. You know we can't. Uh, I think so. Uh, we are facing them. Uh, we are facing in their home. first and then we are coming to emirates right yeah. so, so they have an away game first and we will so i think so maybe will same thing will happen that but that happens against slavia prague that uh, we'll have a disappointing like first leg we'll maybe lose 1-0 2-0 but we'll make a exceptional comeback like we did against slavia prague we'll play dynamic football and uh, we can like come from 2-0 to beat them 3 2 4 because you know emery has has managed arsenal right and i think so that the players know how how he plays the team right i mean both of them know like emery knows how the arsenal players are 
what are the weaknesses of obama and what are the weaknesses of blackers that what are the weaknesses of pepe the same way the players know that how he sets his team up actually because they have been with him he was with us like last last season so i think so like we are at the same position when it comes to the goal and villarreal i mean obviously he's the boss of the europa league he's the europa league specialist i mean he has won the cup three times and they have defeated teams like liverpool in the uh, europa league final so he has a great track record in the europa league but i think so considering arsenal we have higher to we have we have a lot to we have a lot at stake i mean i think so it's more about the reputation of, of the club so i think so it that's the case and the players play the way they played against slavia prague and in the fa cup semi final and the final then i think so we can beat villarreal also emery took us to the europa league finals in 2018 19 season so that should yeah. also, that should also be taken into consideration uh, i guess we've, we've talked about everything we've stream for I about so. one and a half an hour one and a half hour so that should be enough i guess uh, uh will be yeah so let's wrap up really quick do you want to wrap up sure uh, so thanks guys this was it from our side uh, we'll be coming back soon sorry that we were out for quite some time because of like our personal commitments our exams and all but we'll be back soon and we've got a lot to cover and uh please keep watching our video share it like it and subscribe to our channel and thank you yeah and also we are putting out very frequent content on instagram and very good content on instagram so now please follow us on instagram as well instagram link is down here below shivam so yeah thank you guys thank you for watching this video ho gaya wrap kar diya बढ़िया था अच्छा चलो कूल मिलते क्या चल रहा है सर आजकल असाइनमेंट चल रहे हैं बस जीपीए वगैरह कैसी आ रही है सही आ रही है 9.2 ठीक है भाई ऑनलाइन में तो आई जा रही ऑफलाइन इंजीनियरिंग के बाद मुझे एम बी ए करना है बाहर से या फिर यहीं से आई एम वगैरह से देखते हैं बाहर निकल गया तो बहुत अच्छा आई एम निकल गया तो बहुत अच्छा एमबीए सोच रहा हूँ मतलब क्या है तो सोच रहा हूँ बट एमबीए का जॉब एक्स के साथ जाना वर्क एक्स के साथ जाना वो बेटर रहता है मैं भी एक साल तो जॉब एक दो साल का वर्क एक्सपीरियंस उसके बाद जाके एमबीए करो वो बेटर है हाँ मैं एक दो साल तो जॉब करूंगा ही फिर चाहे मुझे डिनर करना है तो इंस्टा में बात करते हैं चलो ठीक है ओके ओके बाय